Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kane Bradshaw is a White Station Spartan, the Tennessee Volunteer, SEC Network College Basketball Analyst. He joins us now. Dane, what's up, man? It's been too long. How are you guys? Man. Agree. Been too long. We, you know what we said? We said it is. We said it's an absolute joke that we have not had Dane Bradshaw on this show joke! in as long as it's been. Joke! So, so I said, like, I, I started smashing some things around Smash my house down there. Smashed. Just, to, just to see what what kind of you know uh, things we needed to do to get you on the show. So it's 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 good to have you. What did you? I mean, I, I, I'm assuming. That you see that, and and it and it brings back maybe some PTSD of 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 playing for Pearl back in the day. Oh man! Uh, so I can remember when we lost to Ohio State in the Sweet Sixteen. Thanks for such a pleasant introduction. Absolutely, well. that's what we do, uh, man. Uh, welcome, back. welcome back to the Memphis Airwaves. Yeah, um, and we lost by we lost seventeen point lead in the Sweet Sixteen, and and I, I do recall coach in the locker room next to us the kind of coach's locker room and I mean he was going nuts because Chris Lofton I don't know maybe he didn't go to the free throw line one time or something he's like yeah you know freaking all American that doesn't go to the line one time so <laughs> he, he's got a chip on his shoulder and uh so yeah I've, I've seen the, the the red folk face and the emotion in person there and you know but uh everybody that hadn't followed Auburn basketball man they They've gotten a really tough whistle on the road this year. Uh, it was at Tennessee, at West Virginia. Um, there's another one I'm missing, but there's been some times where you know he loses a big game on Saturday on the road and he gets a call Sunday morning, you know, from saying, "Hey, yeah, we reviewed that with the officials; they missed it or whatever." And so it, it wasn't just about that game. That that's a uh, that's that's the season built up frustration where they feel like they've been on the wrong end of the stick there. But John and some other listeners real quick reminded me that it started with Buzz recruiting you there. You didn't have Pearl the whole time, did you, or That's did right. you? Yeah, I had two okay. years under Buzz Peterson, and then uh, Bruce came in my junior year. That's what we thought. How tough is it going to be without Ziegler for them? Boy, very tough. He's the head of the snake defensively. Um, he's he's their leader. He is. Um, he's not a great shooter from outside, but a capable one. He's a playmaker for others. Um, but I, I think they can overcome it because of the, if this happened early in the season where they didn't have as good of a seeding because of his impact, but because it looks like they'll probably be a three seed in the NCAA tournament, I, I think they can still be a Sweet 16 team without him because the one thing you do knock Tennessee on is, man, they don't have that superstar. They don't have that guy that can right. just go get his own bucket. But in this case, because they're so balanced – 
I think it makes it a little bit easier to overcome. And they've got some other guys that aren't maybe natural point guards, but have played that position throughout their career. And, and Santiago Vescapi, Josiah Jordan James, uh, Tyree Keys, a transfer that's uh, played some minutes there. So um, they, they hang their hat on their defense. And um, as good of a defender he is, as he is, the rest of the team, they, they got locked down defenders everywhere. So they're just going to have to uh, rely on their defense even more heavily, given some of the Jekyll and Hyde tendencies they have on offense, especially with him out. Yeah, you just hate that it happened, you know, in March too, right? Like that's that's going to be a, a recovery. I mean, I, I know guys are recovering right. quicker than ever from ACLs, but you know, we know we know. we know that that's something that could you know bleed over into next season as well. You know, that and that's so inspiring, though. Like you're you're exactly right. But his underdog story, um, you know, he was under recruited. Then last year, his his uh, mom's house apartment burns to the ground, and the whole GoFundMe thing by the UT fan base and others. And uh, he just everybody is um, just rallies around this. Uh, it, that guy was put on earth to inspire people, and I really feel like this injury is gonna you know just be part of a, a chapter of him overcoming more adversity because uh, I think he's going to go down as one of the most well-liked, most popular uh, Tennessee players of all time. Now, you played in a uh, – uh, it was what, half-attended Memphis, Tennessee, 08? barely anybody. Like, I mean, it was decently. Uh, that, so, that was uh, – yeah, so I had – when the rivalry got back on track, we were at Memphis, Cal versus Bruce, the Willie Kemp uh, recruitment process. Um, so we lost to Memphis there. Then we got Memphis at home my senior year and, uh, would have played them in the elite eight had we uh, not blown that lead to Ohio state. But, uh, that number one, number two game was the year after I left. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was after you left. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so, but you have been in some, some big games and, and as a Memphian, they have for the first time, uh, for the first time ever at FedEx forum, they are hosting the, uh, the number one team in the country. Any advice? For uh, for you know the Houston Cougars as to what to expect in that in that environment uh, on Sunday. I'm a Memphis guy, man. I'm not giving Houston any. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think um, you know. I, I think one thing that uh, if if I'm Houston, it's hey, don't abandon the game plan. Like when these types of environments happen, sometimes guys go outside of the scouting report temporarily. Maybe they make a few threes they don't ordinarily make. Um, or, you know, a, a role player is all of a sudden getting hot for, you know, because he's using the energy of the, of the crowd and they just kind of play above themselves. But, you know, just not, not getting rattled and, um, and staying composed. And, and on the flip side, I think for Memphis, it's, you know, let, you know, use the crowd to your advantage and don't allow it to all of a sudden make you start playing hero ball because you want to be the next guy to get the crowd on its feet and that sort of thing. So I think, I think Memphis has a veteran team. They'll handle it well. Um, they've uh, there's going to be a lot of hype to it. Everybody knows how big of a game this mm-hmm. is. Although it looks like Memphis has done enough to, you know, you don't want to be one of those last four buys or last four in before Champ Week because there's bid stealers everywhere that are going to knock those dudes out. And so um, you would sleep a lot better at night if you got this win. But they seem to be pretty uh, somewhat safe without it. What do you think of Houston? I mean, they are the odds-on favorite right now to win the championship for, from, from most sports books. Um, you know, the, the criticism you'll hear is that, oh, they play in the American, they're not battle-tested, which I, I throw that out. I mean, we've seen so many teams over the years come from smaller leagues. St. Peter's was not battle-tested, and they, 
beat Kentucky in the first round and got all the way to the Sweet 16. So, or was it the Elite Eight? They got the Elite Eight last year. So, like, I, I, I kind of throw that out. But what do you make of Houston as a national championship contender? Do they have enough offensively to do that? I think they do. Um, if I was filling out a bracket today, would I pick Houston to win it all? Probably not. Um, I've not, admittedly, I haven't seen them game in, game out. Uh, I saw their last game against Memphis, where Memphis obviously showed really well without Kendrick Davis. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think when you look at some of the teams out there that are so elite defensively, they, they don't have the efficiency on the offensive end to, to play that complementary style. And, and Houston does. Um, they, they rebound the ball extremely well. They don't turn it over. They don't, they don't beat themselves. And so, I mean, those are the things you love about them. Um, that, you know, maybe some of it is a brand thing where I, admittedly I sit there and say, gosh, am I, am I really picking Houston to win it all? And so uh, I think that's maybe some of the, the perception as well. But if you just played shirts and skins, I think you'd say, wow, you know, that's the team to beat. And they've earned that target on their back. But I just, even though they're ranked number one in the country and they certainly deserve it, uh, that top 10 is such a mixed bag. Like, you know, I think uh, all those. And when I look at uh, a team like Tennessee, for example, who I'm very familiar with, like I tell those fans, hey, one through 10 doesn't really scare me as a Tennessee fan. Uh, the issue is, you know, it's teams like, you know, it, teams 11 through 45 could beat them too. And um, But I don't, I don't look at Houston as one of those teams that's going to play down to their competition or necessarily get upset. I think they're – uh, going to be fine getting to a Sweet 16, and then obviously it becomes some pretty big time matchups from there. What about Alabama uh, and the chances that they? I guess an SEC team hadn't won it since since Kentucky did. Just um, realize you just said one through ten doesn't really scare no, nobody. Scares me if I'm Tennessee, uh, and and we've certainly seen that. But but in terms of them winning six games, we know they've got a star in Brandon Miller. How high are you on their chances, or 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 down on Alabama's chances? We, John, and I've been up and down on them all year long. Yeah, I, I know it. And um, all right, so the positives for me are um, with everything they've gone through off the court. They've I, I don't want to maybe use the word embrace the role of villain, but it ha- they they mm-hmm. haven't died away from it either. And they've won these close games, and you know they've. Um, that they seem to be playing extremely well together. And it's not just Brandon Miller at times. It's other guys. Brandon Miller was a little bit off last, the other night, and Javon Quinterly steps in and he steps up. Um, so, th- But th- they've shown that they can be um, vulnerable too. And, it, you know, they, they've smacked some teams by 40 and 50, but you're not going to see those teams in the NCAA tournament. Right. Some of these others that have played them a lot closer in these one, two-possession games um, I think show that it, it's um, – the margin between them and, and other teams that might even be, you know, seven, eight type seeds in the NCAA tournament really isn't that, that wide. Um, and, you know, they, they're, you know, I, they turn the ball over a little bit too much. Um, their offense is good and their, their defense, they, they've gotten back to that, but there's still a little bit of a hangover from last year in my eyes where it wasn't, it wasn't the, the smartest team in terms of taking care of the ball, yeah. uh, although their IQ is light years better than it was last year. Um, they've got the star power. They've got guards. They've got an identity. Um, I I don't know that I would take them to win the SEC tournament um, just because I, I just they, they've done so well in the SEC. I just feel like it's a matter of time before somebody knocks them off, even though Tennessee got them. But, uh, 
uh, I would I would still pick them to be the team that goes deepest out of the SEC in March. Yeah, uh, and then got to ask you, and I know they 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 uh, somehow you know swept Tennessee, but why is Kentucky so mid? I watch them, and 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 I actually think Jerry Stackhouse has done a good job. I as Jason will attest, I have been down on Kentucky all season long from the very first game of the season. Like, how did Cal let it get to a point, especially at guard? where it's just so average. Yeah, and you have to give them credit for not just totally imploding after that loss uh, yep. at home to South Carolina. Very true. But I was, I was, you know, I've been wrong on a lot of things, but I was high on Vanderbilt in that game only because, you know, Kentucky's fooled us before. Every time we think they got it right, and, oh, boy, here comes Kentucky mm-hmm. that – they slip up, and they, they, you know, as soon as you think they got their ball screen defense figured out, boom, guard play is horrible. Uh, then they get that going, it's like, boom, they can't make a shot to save their lives from the outside or whatever it is. Or, and so um, it's it just uh, it's that inconsistency. And Kaysen Wallace, their star freshman point guard, he rolled his ankle the other night. Xavier Wheeler, you know, has been out with, with various injuries and then a, a medical situation. So his status is unknown. And, um, They've got Arkansas on this last game. Uh, perhaps they try to play that uh, without a point guard um, be, to let Casey Wallace rest up for the big picture. And and honestly, I think the freshman point guard needs it. Uh, I had a game with Kentucky a few weeks ago, and I asked Calipari that same question. I said, man, you know, I know you're kind of saving the season. You've got your seven-man rotation, but do you worry? Because you got C.J. Frederick, who's injury-prone. you got Casey Wallace, who's had some back spasms. He's just a freshman logging 35-plus minutes. And, and sure enough, C.J. Frederick's beat up. Casey Wallace is beat up. And you don't have that depth. Um, and you already weren't an overly talented team to begin with. So um, I'm not really bullish on Kentucky either, even though I, I do admire the, the fight and the way they've stuck together through some really uh, a lot of criticism. Yeah. Hey, Dame, man, appreciate your time Thank as you, always. Brother. Great to Have catch great up, weekend. man. Thanks. Anytime, guys. Thanks. Yep. He is Dane Bradshaw. Catch him on the SEC Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.